Digital shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original stubby holder dispenser. Hamperworld, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. That's awesome. I feel like it's my birthday. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, what a nice rendition of That's Good for Footy and, uh, you know, keep the applause going because these two are pretty excited to get out here and meet you as well. Uh, these are the only live and interactive footy panel shows going around where the fans get to meet the players and the players get to meet the fans. There's other people out there that suggest that's what happens at their shows, but it ain't. It ain't. It all here. It all here. Um, you'll get photos with the boys a little bit later on, and uh, you'll get your opportunity to. They just uh, they showed me a couple of things they brought along tonight, and I think you're going to be interested when they bring them out. Um, so keep that. That's a little bit on. Keep up your sleeve for later on. Um, these shows are for the passionate supporters. I presume that's you guys. Yeah, okay. Some of you. All right. Um, this is, as I said, this is where the players. You'll get to see them in a little bit of a different light. Who wants to meet them? Yeah. Good. All right. Let's see how we go there. Now, first panellist, he was born on the 9th of January in 1997. He's played a total of 96 games and he's kicked a total of 47 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2016. When he plays for the Western Bulldogs Football Club, he wears a number five on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Josh Dunkley. Line's got to be changed because it says come out snarling. He didn't come out snarling. He come out smiling and all the girls in the room just went, oh. Hey, good to see you, mate. You're looking really well. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's good to be here. Finally back, obviously, with crowds and yeah. everything and oh. getting back to some normality, mate. It's oh, good. Isn't it good? It's so good to see faces again. Wonderful to be back at the shows. Uh, nice to have him here. Let's not take too long because the other guy's out the back and he'll be wanting to get out here and meet you too. He's our second panellist. He was born on the 30th of November in 1999. He played a total, he's played a total of 81 games and he's kicked 102 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2018 when he plays for the Western Football Club. He wears the number on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage Aaron Norton. Wonderful, great reception. That was better than mine, I reckon. <laughs> we need to get, let Josh go out and come back again. Uh, that was fantastic. Really, uh, welcome to your first That's Good for Footy panel show. Great to have you here. Yeah, thanks for that reception. It was awesome and, yeah, good beer. Yeah, there we go. All right, we're not going to muck around. We want to get into it because we've got a lot to get through tonight. We want to get into our first couple of segments. So we're going to do it straight from the top. We're going to talk about the winners from round three. We're going to go into the tips and we're going to go into what the boys really want to talk about is the game that's coming up this weekend. 
So I'm just going to go into um, the winners from round three, boys, and I'm going to talk about some certain little key things that, that um, you know, I was drawing attention to. So we'll go through it. Frio defeated West Coast by 55. Nobody here cares. Um, the Saints defeated the Tigers by 33. Max King with four which was fabulous for him. The Blues just got over the line in, in a thriller. Um, yes, congratulations. Um, to the Hawks by one. The Blues are three and zero, and we find um, that Hawthorne are not quite the family club that we thought they were. There could be a bit going on there as well. Um, Brisbane trampled the Roos, winning by 108 points. Plenty to go on for North for them to sort out. Uh, the Pies went down to the Cats after being up by over five goals to only lose by 13. That was a bit of a shock, I think, for, uh, well, the Pies supporters more than anything. Uh, Joel Selwood broke the game's record holder as captain, which was fantastic. That really does deserve, like, well done, Joel. I, I know he's not everyone's favourite, but um, for the Geelong fans, I know he is, and he's a bloody champion. Uh, but I wanted to allude to the fact that Jezza kicked six in a rampaging finish for the Cats. Now, I've spoken about two forwards there. One of them was Max King. The other was, obviously, um, Jeremy Cameron, which is great because the forwards are starting to have an impact, aren't they? Right? And that's what we want to get to because we want to delve into that a little bit later. Uh, GWS defeated Gold Coast by 26. You thought you didn't care about Freo and West Coast. Um, Adelaide defeated Port in the showdown by four. And the game produced a hero in Dawson with an after-the-siren kick, which is everyone's, you know, childhood ambition. Uh, Melbourne got across the line against the Bombers in a pretty scrappy game of football, I must say, by 29. That's the results from uh, the round three action. We get into the ladder very quickly. Uh, Brisbane sitting on top, Melbourne in second, Carlton third. Where's that guy again? He's over there. He's <laughs> well done. Uh, Hawthorne in fourth, uh, Frio in uh, fifth, Collingwood sixth, seventh is Geelong, and then Sydney Swans round out the eight. Uh, Western Bulldogs sitting in twelfth. Couple of hard games to start, mate. Doesn't uh, it's only early. Yeah, let's yeah, say that. There you go. All right, good, good. Moving right along. That's the ladder. All right. Uh, let's get into round four. Uh, Thursday, 7th of April, Port versus Melbourne, uh, which is Port Adelaide versus Melbourne. 7-10, that game is in Adelaide. Friday, the 8th of April, Geelong versus Brisbane, which is at GMHBA Stadium. Sydney versus North um, at the SCG. Collingwood versus West Coast at Marvel. Frio versus GWS at Optus. Richmond versus Western Bulldogs, 7.25 at the MCG on Saturday night, the 9th of April. We'll go into that one. Essendon versus Adelaide, 1.10 at Marvel. Hawthorne versus St Kilda, 3.20 at the MCG. Gold Coast versus Colton, 4.10 at Metricon. Let's go back over those very quickly. Just give us your tips on what you think here. Port Adelaide versus Melbourne in, in Adelaide. Melbourne, for sure. Yep. I'm going to give Port. Ooh, okay. Geelong versus Brisbane at GMA HBA Stadium, or as we like to call it, Alphabet Stadium. Geelong. Geelong? Brisbane for me. Oh, okay. That should be a cracker game, that one, I reckon. Um, Sydney versus North at the SCG? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, too easy. Yeah, you could go to sleep and watch that one. Um, Collingwood versus West Coast at Marvel? Pies. Yeah, Pies. Good. Frio versus GWS, Optus? Frio for me. Oh, yeah, Frio. Frio. Um, we'll jump to uh, Essendon versus Adelaide at Marvel? Dons. Yeah, Essendon we got on the board. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hawthorne versus St Kilda at the G? Hawthorne. Yeah. I'll go St Kilda. Ooh, okay. And Gold Coast versus Carlton? <laughs> Blues. Yeah, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, that's our tips. Uh, the big game that we all want to talk about, though, is coming up Richmond versus Western Bulldogs, 725 at the MCG. We'll get into this in this segment. It's called Tell Me More. 
All right. So each week, what I do here is I ask the panellists to give us their thoughts and opinions on things happening both in and around football. We're not trying to make or break the news here. Um, we just want to get your insight. So let's do it. You guys jumped out of the blocks on Thursday night. It was, it was always spoken about by both players and the coach. But how conscious was the effort to make a deliberate impact on the game from the get-go? Going back to Thursday night now. It seems so long ago. Yeah, it has been. A bit of training in between. But... Yeah, obviously their first two games weren't ideal and um, yeah, I'd be lying to say there wasn't a little bit of pressure to get the first win on the board and um, I think you could just tell like pre-game, um, you sort of know as a player when the team's on and it just felt like that on Thursday and uh, we probably made it a little bit hard for ourselves from not kicking too straight <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, good to get on the board for the season. I wrote down here, Jamara uh, got your first one on the board, which seemed to really give him and the rest of the team uh, the, electrif the electrifying start that you wanted. You were all moving and playing with such passion and vigour. That's what came through to me. Yeah, I mean, it was the sole focus of ours and not as though we went away from it in the first two rounds, but to be, or to instigate it, yep. I guess, in a way. And uh, Melbourne took it up to us in round one and then the Blues... We're good in round two, so um, we knew that we you know, had to be up for the task and the city's midfield and their, their whole team's really good. So to come up against someone like them and play the way we did is very, I suppose, impressive and yeah. we, we take full confidence out of that game. Bloody oath, I agree. Uh, mentions, I really like that Tim is bulking up and getting a bit more mongrel about him. It's nice, um, isn't it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, he's aggressive. such a gentle, humble individual, but it is so good to see him be a bit more Andre the Giant-like. He's such a gentle. Uh, he has such a gentle nature, but be careful as he may just heave you over the fence and throw you into the third row. Not quite Tony Lockett or Dustin on Dustin Fletcher, but you know, like watch out. Um, Josh, your tackling pressure was excellent. Eleven tackles was double your closest opponent. Bloody awesome. I want to bring up a point here because. We all went to school. We all used to get out and have a bit of a kick on the oval at lunchtime and everything. There'd always, always be that one guy that'd just fly through the pack and be taking screamers, right? He sits at the end of the desk here. Is that what it was like for you at school? Were you like that at school? Were you always the one that would be at the, the pinnacle, the, the, the one taking the specky? Yeah, I think so. I uh, used to love lunchtime, yeah. uh, kicking the footy, but yeah, I used to just sort of creep back and tell everyone, no, go forward, it's not going to kick, kick that far, <laughs> and then just set them up and yeah, just try and take hangers every lunchtime. It was one of the favourite things to do. Uh, it's, I, I, it's just, every time I watch you, you just look like you're enjoying yourself so much and you, you really set yourself to, to take those big grabs, and it's a great feature of your game. If you were doing that at school, what were you doing, running around just bullying everybody, just going, give us your lunch money, because tackling just everyone. Just tackling everyone. <laughs> Throw the ball and just go bang. No. no, I actually love marking as well as a kid, so I need, yeah. to, get, I need to do more of it, I reckon. Yeah, good. There you go. Good. Why, I'll why ask Naughty during the week to give me some tips. Yeah. Uh, now, there's something Bulldogs fans, don't tell me this doesn't get your, your lick slipping, uh, your, um, your mouth watering, right? Um, a forward line consisting of Jamara, Aaron Norton and Marcus Bontempelli. Come on. Jesus. It's so exciting to watch. With Jamara and Aaron flying for a pack mark and then Bont roving the pack, it's beautiful to watch. I just threw that in there because it sounded good. Um, I'll tell you something else I noticed the other night which I really liked. This one. It was the basketball switch flip and decoy move. Um, Jamara leads one way. Cordy moves into the corridor, blocking any potential opposition player, affecting a spoil, which in all the confusion frees up Aaron Norton to take an uncontested grab. 
Yeah, we did actually watch that today at the club. <laughs> did. It was in the yeah, highlights package. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. in the highlights package at the club. Yeah, oh, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Norton to take an uncontested grab. Nice work when it comes off. Am I reading too much into that, or is that is that actually a set play? Oh, I wouldn't say it's a set play. It's just something that we obviously focus on because we've got Naughty down there, yeah. and sometimes we can do it for Jamara, sometimes for Bont, as you yeah. mentioned, and yeah. yeah, it's trying to share the load a little bit because the big fella gets a bit tired out there. <laughs> I just, seriously fans, I find that so exciting to know that you can see those three down in the forward line and, and when you get that kind of movement going on, I'm the next basketballer myself and I love working around in the key and running forward backwards and across the, the key and then back up to the front and seeing that sort of stuff happen, you guys just pulled it off. It looked like it was set play but it came off beautifully. Brilliant. You went on to um, obviously do miss, what you did. Yeah. Did you um, miss? Yeah, I miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we stop it right there, okay? Um, but uh, doggies, you shut down the corridor and you, uh, made, you made them go wide. This was effective, but then your inaccuracy and did all your good work. Um, there were bloody good sides in here and they were coming at you. It's important to shut down the opposition when they're coming at you like that with scoreboard pressure. The dogs finished up kicking 9-17 for the game, so it's obviously something that was addressed and will be addressed and something you want to change moving forward. But I'll also point out that what they, when they did challenge you, it was good to see individuals like um, Cody step up, and literally he did step up in the third. Uh, he stepped up and over McCartan. Uh, the ball was in dispute on the wing. Bont comes in with his cape flying um, in the wind. He spins, he balks, he gets free. He kicks inside 50. Jamara flies and over the back comes Cody. Exciting to watch. He finished up with three but two crucial ones when you needed them. It's like when, you, when I'm watching it on, on live Thursday night, that's the kind of electricity that was being generated. And I know that's how you fans would have felt too because it was a really nice win. Less than 50 seconds on the clock. Fans were sitting there looking through their fingers. I don't know. You guys weren't paying any attention to that, but obviously fans were. Um, you're sitting there looking through your fingers. There's a throw-in on the wing. Rucks go at it. The ball comes out to Libba, grabs it, kicks it inside 50. Jamara tries to mark it. As I said, it spills over the back. Vandermeer swoops, but let's stop right there. Because this was, this was classic Marcus Bontempelli. He read the play that well. He didn't go back in. He just kept running towards goal. That's when Nathan just handballs uh, handballs it over the top. And uh, obviously, Marcus goes on to seal the game. And it was brilliant. Um, like he's done so many times before, breathe everybody, uh, breathe e easy, everybody. It's done. Now. Now it's done. Any win is a good win, but that felt like a good one, was it? Yeah, it, do it does. I mean, those wins are the ones you want to be involved in. Obviously, we could have put them away a bit earlier, mm -hmm. but... They're extra special when you get those, you know, game-winning goals from Bont and, and Naughty and the likes, and it just brings a, the group together and the whole footy club, I guess, at, along with the fans as well, so it's great. Yeah. Aaron, you were brother uh, bookended all night. Um, obviously had both the McCartan boys at nearly every contest. What was that like? Uh, yeah, sorry I'm getting used to having a couple of defenders on me. Um, not so nice when the other forwards don't block and they, <laughs> they come flying in with their knees but um, yeah they're both quality players yeah. it's pretty cool to see the, the both of them running around at the same team um, good for Paddy to come back after everything he's gone through as well so um, yeah good challenges yeah, um, yeah each team's going to have a good defender and that's what I look forward to playing each week for sure um, but that's what makes your mark so important and then when you go back and slot it through for a six pointer that's brilliant upcoming games boys round four action this sees you boys coming up against the Tigers at the G on Saturday night at 7.25 they'll be smarting after their 33 point loss to St Kilda on Sunday this game won't be without its challenges 
could see some Tigers returning from the sidelines, but then again, you'll be happy. No Dylan Grimes hamstring for four weeks, so that's not so bad. Not so good for the Tigers, but good for you. Um, then round five, uh, take on the Ruse at Marvel at 4.20 for the annual Good Friday game, um, which is on April the 15th. So all I'll say is, because I know if I ask you questions about ins and outs and what do you think who's going to win and how you're going to like negate this and negate well, who cares, you know, that's what the opinion's going to be. You know that you want to go out there and just give it your utmost. So all I'm going to say is best of luck, be the best you can be, enjoy your football, and that's it. All right. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Forget about the